0: Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. So, this morning I'm going to be interviewing uh, Harry Gill for our mission office. I'm just going to dial Harry as we're speaking right now. Hello? Good morning, Mr. Harry Gill. How are you today, my friend? Oh, not too bad, Ray. How are you? I'm great. I'm using one of these um, Zoom recorders, and I would have called you earlier, but uh, I just went to plug it in and realized the batteries were dead. So I had to do a quick battery change, and uh, here I am. And I make sure I got to make sure our volumes are all good. It's great to be here. I'm uh, a little excited to do this. All righty, so. Harry, tell us, uh, let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Were you, where were you born and raised?
1: Well, I was born and raised in Mission, B.C. Um, went to high school here. Uh, I went to high elementary school here in Mission. Um, played a lot of sports growing up. I, um, high school, I always played a lot of football and basketball, and I transferred to Abbotsford uh, to go to high school there, but uh, always resided in Mission. Born and raised, still do, uh, still live here. And, um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's about it.
0: Well, wh- why did you come to uh, high school in Abbotsford? There was no high school in, in Mission at the time? or
1: um, The the athletic programs that we had in Mission at the time weren't the greatest. Um, and I played on a lot of club teams and summer teams in the summertime. And a lot of those kids that I played with were from Abbotsford. So I got to know them pretty good. And to play at a better level or a higher level, I had to go across the river. So I ended up making um, the decision to go to Abbey junior after my ninth uh, grade nine year, played football and basketball there. And uh, by the time I got to high school, I concentrated more on basketball and uh, ended up staying there and, and just going there. It's just a better program. We got to travel a little bit more, played in the bigger tournaments and stuff like that in high school and stuff like that. So that's the main reason why I left mission to go to Avatar.
0: So a lot of times when I, you know when I'm talking to people who've um, had a, you know involvement with sports, you know there's, there's lessons that you can learn in sports that can serve you well for the rest of your life. Um, is that, has that, been, has that been your story?: Especially being on a
1: team and knowing your roles on a team. Um, my high school team was pretty good. We had a lot of great players. And we all had different roles on our team, and um, me being a point guard, I had a different role than the scorer, um, as opposed to facilitating the ball, getting the ball to the right people, and getting um, getting our team into a flow. And that was mostly my job. Um, I learned to read a lot of people and who I could get after and who I could not get after. So yeah, I I, being in playing in a team. Uh, Is definitely set me up
0: in my adult life, in my job, and whatnot as well. Awesome! You know, um, a lot of times we um, we learn things in our in our in our younger years that uh, serve us well as we move forward in life. So t- go forward now. So tell me a little bit about um, what happened after high school between then and the time you got into um, real estate.
1: One of my biggest regrets in, in my uh, school days is wish I wish I took school a little bit more seriously. I really didn't take school seriously. So I just went to go play ball and and stuff like that. So after high school, I'd say for about a dozen years, I had a lot of dead end jobs, just nine to fives, you know, you know, minimum wage, just barely above minimum wage. And, um, I just wasted a lot of time in that time, um, just with dead end jobs and whatnot jobs that did that jobs that did create a lot of character i learned a lot from those jobs and uh it definitely helped me get to the point where i am now and what i'm doing now
0: so how old were you when you started
1: into real estate i was actually april 1st will be my 16th year so i was 33 32 33 when i started
0: wow Okay, so um I met you shortly after that. Um you, you you remember the you remember that story where I met you in uh in the white spot in Mission, eh?
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I, I quite I laugh about that story a lot, Ray. It's something that uh
0: <laughs> Well I, I just remember you came into you came into White Spot and I was sitting there, I was kinda of looking at you coming in and then you're just kinda of looking all over the place for somebody that didn't exist. Who was that? Who remind us who you were looking for, uh Harry? Okay. Well,
1: I was working for another agent, uh, another agency in Mission um, when me and you had met and uh, you called me quite a bit and tried to get me to come to REMAX. And I was kind of reluctant just because I didn't know. Um, I was relatively new into real estate and whatnot. And I had never met you in person. I had talked to you on the phone many, many times. And in this business, you talk to a lot of different agents, and you think in your mind you have an idea what they look like. And Ray, when I first talked to you, I had an image in my mind that you were kind of an older, heavier-set, balding white guy. <laughs> so when we decided to meet at White Spot, I'll never forget it. I walked into White Spot, and I was looking for an older, balding white guy, and I saw you waving at me, and I was just like, oh, my God, is that one of my relatives, or I have no <laughs> idea who this guy is waving at me. So I was just like, I didn't know what to do. I felt like walking out, but then you walked over to me, and you introduced yourself, and the rest is history. Um, that was my first <laughs> introduction to Ray in Canada. <laughs>
0: Well, there you go, Harry. Uh, the the good The good The good story there is that um, it's it's always funny, but the good the good part about it is that um, we should never you know we should actually do a little research and um, find out who it is we're going to have a meeting with because it might uh, it might affect something you never know. But anyway, move on from that. I mean, you you came and you quickly uh, rose in the ranks and uh, became literally one of the top uh, performers in the in the business in, in mission. How did that all transpire? How did that come about? Um, it was
1: it was tough, um, just because um, you know when you're working for a heavy producer, you know you're you're given leads, you're giving buyers, you're giving all that stuff. Then when I made the choice to go to Remax, it was the first time in my life I actually had to go out and do it on my own. I was really reluctant and hesitant, but um, you know, being born and raised in Mission playing a lot of activities, a lot of sports and whatnot, and going to high school in Abbotsford, and I have a lot of contacts there. I just kind of took the leap um, to go out and do this on my own and, you know, generate my own stuff and create my own business and do it the way I wanted to do it rather than, you know, working for somebody else. So what I did was I just basically concentrated on all my all my family, my friends, my activities that I did, and um, – Basically, never looked back. It, 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 I was busy right off the bat and hit the ground running.
0: So, um, you know, Harry, you've obviously developed uh, some some systems that serve you well, and I know you've got uh, you. Most of your career, you've had an assistant. Uh, tell us a little bit about tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, yeah, I got to a level where I I needed somebody to. To help me do the behind the scenes work, she's absolutely phenomenal um in getting me on the right path so I can go out and get more business and concentrate on that kind of stuff. so all the paperwork and all the admin stuff she's phenomenal at uh, I wouldn't be here where I am today without her, so she's an instru- you know integral part of my of my business i wouldn't yeah I, I would kind of be lost without her, to be honest with
0: you. So so uh, my question, you know, a lot of times agents that are just getting their business up and running, they're always asking the question, well, Ray, when, when should I hire an assistant? If you had to do it over again, would you have waited longer or would you have hired an assistant earlier?
1: I've had assistants for a long time. Uh, the current one that I have now is been a little bit more hands-on. I've had other assistants that have been part-time. Um, actually... I've had assistance for better. I've been a realtor for 16 years. I've had assistance for better part of 10 to 12 years. So I recommend people getting them as soon as they can, just because they're, they're, in, they're very important to, to your success and to your real estate and to your business for sure.
0: Well, you know, the, the, the long, and the short of it is that uh, none, uh, none of us are good at everything. And um, if, if you're good, if you're good, if your gift is sales and speaking to people and uh, building rapport and you know, basically getting the contract signed. You can't be good at everything, and um, your, your production is going to just be better if you have somebody that can assist you, right?
1: Absolutely. Like, uh, she keeps me in line. She keeps you know, make sure that all my paperwork's in order. Um, there's a lot of paperwork, especially over the course of the last four or five years, with the different rules that have been put in with regarding the contracts and the dorts and all that kind of stuff. And she just makes my life a lot easier and simpler, so that I can concentrate on other. Listings and other buyers and stuff like that. So it's been, um, you know, it, it gets a little hectic at times. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the easiest guy to work with or work for. You know, I'm very demanding. I like to get stuff done when I want them to get done. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's got a couple choice words for me working with me. Uh, but she's absolutely a gem and I'm very lucky to have her.
0: So, Harry, looking back on your 16, 17 years, um Tell us what's, uh, what's, what's a lesson that you've learned in that 16, 17 years in, in real estate that uh, stands out to you. One or two lessons that stands out to you.
1: When I joined REMAX, the late Al Cubis was in our office. And Al gave me a couple bits of, um, uh, of, of advice that uh, I still take to this day. Is One is do not keep your highs too high. Do not keep your lows too low. And the other piece of, uh, advice he always gave me was always do what you say just by those two pieces of advice that have helped me tremendously because, you know, when you're in a, in a slumping market, that's a slower market. Sometimes you can get down on yourself and you can start panicking a bit because it takes a little bit longer to do deals and, and get the deals done. Um, so you want to keep it on an even keel. That's the most important thing for me. Sometimes I feel that when things are not as going as well as they are, I can tend to be a little bit down on myself. So try to keep it on an even keel and do what you say um, when it comes to listings, buyers, and whatnot.
0: Well, Harry, do do as you do what you say you're going to do. I mean that that's easier said than done. I mean you got to have some systems in place to. You know, because you and I both know that uh, we say things, and it—you know—if it, you know, it isn't—if it isn't written down somewhere, you you, you might you might forget, right?
1: <laughs> well, that's where the assistant comes in, right? So, one of the things when I'm taking a listing or doing an offer, um, one of the things is once we get the listing signed or we get the offer accepted, um, that contract gets sent to the buyers or the sellers right away. Um, it's little things like that. Little, um, you know, the little things is what makes it run smooth. If you forget those types of things, you know, it could be how can I say this? It can get challenging. Sometimes
0: you do forget, absolutely, absolutely, you're 100% right. And, um, so now, um, when you look back on your 16, 17 years in real estate, what, what did you, what did you, what do you regret? Is there any anything you? Anything you did that you thought, man, if I do that over again, I wouldn't do it that way.
1: Um, That's a good question. I don't really have too many regrets. I'm like, you know, I've never really been in trouble regarding being sent to the council or whatnot. I don't really have any regrets. I've loved every minute of it. It allows me to do a lot of um, other things. I like the freedom of it. Um, Mm. You know, regrets. Yeah, probably buying a bit more property uh, back in the day just because, you know, I've had a lot of deals come by my desk that I've kind of just let go away or get away, but I don't
0: really have any regrets. Right, It's been a normal ride. But so, when you say you let some stuff go get away, you mean there was there was situations there was pieces of real estate you thought you should have bought yourself? Is that what you were referring yeah. to? Got yeah, yeah,
1: I'm I'm almost certain. There's almost every realtor is ha, has the same you know situation where you know there's a, a piece of land or a development site that they could have bought into or, you know, picked up by the, for themselves and stuff like that. There's been a few of those, but other than that, um, well,
0: you know, that's a, that's a great point because, you know, that's something that's never going to change for anybody that's getting in the business. And that is, uh, real estate doesn't go down in value, you know, like over time, real estate increases in value. So, I mean, the, the, the advice, that's a great piece of advice for, for anybody in the business. And that is, you know, don't just sell everything, you know, get your you know, buy some things,
1: well, I, I was given um, one of my first deals I ever did at Remax was with the legendary Dirk Clawson, And Dirk gave me some advice. He goes, you're never going to get rich selling real estate. You're going to get rich buying real estate. And I took that to heart. Um, it's not like I haven't invested in real estate. I have. Um, uh, at that time, my wife and I were approached to, do, to invest in some commercial buildings, and we did and we thank our lucky stars and I'll never forget what Dirk said to me he goes you're not going to get rich selling real estate you'll get rich buying it and you know I have picked up a few pieces over the over the course of my career which have been great decisions on our part to get into so we're very lucky that way Um, but yeah I mean it's it's something that um, I've definitely thought about over the years about the deals that I probably should have bought into but it's not like I've like, it's not like I haven't
0: bought into properties and stuff like that. So tell us a bit about your, um, I mean, you've got a, you, you married and you have a, I met your son, actually, you ran into yesterday, I met your son. Hello. How old is your son?
1: I have a, an 11-year-old son. His name's Ryan. He is an avid swimmer. Uh, he's a swim kid. He is the funniest kid I've ever met in my entire life. He
0: is hilarious. Best thing that's ever happened to me by far. So has he got, do you think he's got any thoughts about uh, following in your footsteps?
1: You know what? It's funny you say that because he loves architecture. He loves houses. He will go on sites and he plays a game called Roblox where he builds houses. Like He'll take a picture of a house and he'll go and build that house. So he loves houses and architecture and stuff. I don't know if he'll get into real estate, um, but he does love houses. He likes seeing really nice sprawling houses and stuff like that. So yeah, he, he, he,
0: likes, he likes houses. I'll tell you that much. So how do you tell us a little bit about the fact that, um, your wife works. She's a, she's a busy, she's one of the top mortgage brokers in the area and you're, you're a top agent in the area. How's that? Tell us how you, tell us how you juggle all that.
1: Well, my wife is a broker. Um, that's how I got into the business. Um, when I got together with her, she was working with, uh, with a big producer in mission who basically opened the door for me to become a real estate agent. Um, we work quite a bit together. Um, I'd say maybe sixty-five percent of my clients probably will go with her as as their as her broker. Uh, but she's been in the business a lot longer than I well, a little bit longer than I have. I think she's been in the business for about twenty years. Um, she is an absolute juggernaut when it comes to to the business and stuff like that. So yeah, she is. Um, she works from home. Um, uh, her clientele base is quite large. But we've, we've managed to, to you know, coincide uh, with one another. So
0: um, how's, how did COVID impact
1: your business? It's um, t- it, it was weird. It was a really tough, weird year. We actually shut down for about 28 days uh, of last year. So the whole month of March, we pretty much stayed home and we really didn't really do too much. My wife does a lot of stuff via scan and email and that sort of thing so she was really busy because a lot of people thought the word defer meant don't have to make your mortgage payment so her her phone was blowing up big time whereas i just basically put my business on hold until we had a a grasp on how to run our businesses uh, how to run our business through the covid era but once we got used to how to do the business in this day and age Come April 1st, I just hit the ground running again and just started to, you know, be a little bit more health conscious regarding, you know, gloves and masks and sanitizer and whatnot. Uh, but my wife was like, she works from home. Like I said, a lot of it's done by email and scanning and whatnot. So her business wasn't affected as much as
0: I was. So what's your outlook look for 2020, 2021,
1: 2021? Well, up until this day, it's been a little bit crazy. Uh, The market is incredibly hot. Listings are selling well above ask. Uh, We're in the multiple bid situation. It's just getting out there in front of people and and giving them the tools and the advice that they need in order for them to get ready to sell and to buy. I I think 2020 is going to be
0: even better than 2019 or 2021 is going to be even better than twenty twenty. So are you, um, are you building your inventory so far, uh, for the year?
1: Yeah, I have. I've, um, you know, concentrated on the listings because it's really tough to be a buyer's agent right now because of the multiple bids and stuff like that. But I'm really working on, on getting back in touch with my sellers and, and giving them the information that they need to make a decision going forward when it comes to selling their home.
0: Well, listen, Harry. I want you to. I want to thank you for, you know, bringing us up to speed because, you know, you know, our office is quite spread out all over the Lower Mainland, and we have agents. Actually, we have agents that that work for us uh, that are licensed with us in the Kootenays, uh, two of them, and then we have agents all the way, you know, pretty much in every community. So a lot of people might not know you, and that's why we're doing this podcast. So if people want to get a hold of you or they want to send referrals, what do they do?
1: Uh, they can call me at uh, 604-854-2833 or they can send an email to harrygill at net, um, or just call the office. I'd be more than happy to, to take on any referrals. And I would like to build a network with some realtors up in the Kootenays and stuff like that, um, especially with the market being as hot as, it, hot as it is now. A lot of people are moving up there. So, yeah, it'd be great.
0: Okay, my friend. Well, maybe, maybe you and I'll catch up, uh, later on in the year to see how, it, how it all went. But, uh, uh, thanks for coming on and, uh, have yourself, have yourself a good day and a good week and, uh, take care. Well, thank you very much for having me, Ray. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Okay, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.